All right. Oh, oh yeah. I can hey. hear you. Can Nimble. you hear me? I can hear you pretty good. Nice. You sound a little far away, but uh, well, that doesn't, we that doesn't bother me. 3,000 miles away. I know. I know. Now you sound even cl- now you sound closer now that I think about it in that way. Right. I'm using a uh, $24 like Bluetooth headset, but from Sound Peeps. Sound Peeps Q35, actually. Sound Peeps Q35. Yeah. Coming at you live and direct from Key West, Florida. Right. I'm at- is Eddie Spaghetti. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hey, let's try and have a conversation where we imagine people are listening to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, everybody's listening. They're cheering us on. Yeah. Yay. Hey, and we're cheering them on. See, it's a win-win. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Wow. Uh, Everyone look around and bask in your attention. Right. Look at the, look at the thing that we've created. So the sun uh-huh. just set. A dolphin just swang, swam by, and uh, the solar lights that are like they come on automatically, they just came on. I'm on the back nice. deck of Cozy. Okay, Cozy's yeah. out uh, out in the um, uh, Anchorage. Out yeah, there off the yeah, Cozy's my little Krogan manatee hole, hole number one. Uh, it's it's uh, anchored, yeah, off of Key West. I, I thought I would come out here uh, when I do try to make recordings at home. Uh, there's always air conditioning sounds, you know? Yeah. Air conditioning is, and that bird. And that bird. Yeah. There's always a bunch of stuff. Whereas here is like, there's probably a, a slapping of the waves on the hull. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, yeah. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. But uh, tell me more about your recordings. You've uh, I'll tell you what I know. You've been recording the coffee notes um you know a few times a week and you know since we've been on shelter in place orders yeah 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 i was just trying to get comfortable doing it and for a while i would just uh like i i would try to set up a microphone and then i you know you usually have these internal conversations going on in your head it, or I do yeah. actually. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I know that would be a great question. It does that actually happen to other people? Because right, right. Do other people create <laughs> Facebook posts while they're meditating? <laughs> you know, cause I know I do, you know, you know um, but, uh, but, and then, so I, I, I've tried to write stuff down to do more, be more prepared, but mostly I'm just more trying to learn how to uh, communicate now with the tools we have available so i will just press record and i usually have an idea of something i'm going to start out on uh and then i'll just and then it's just getting comfortable just uh talking and learning about you know how i have a bird in my backyard which is really loud or you know i'll listen i've used a bunch of different microphones or not a bunch a few different kinds um and so just kind of practicing to just uh uh to speak on a subject that's kind of going through your head and i hope to get better at it i think you know sometimes i'll re-listen to it and i'll think i think i said that three times you know you know um sometimes i'll record them sometimes i'll something and then i will um listen to it and i'll record it again 
you know, like sort of a rough draft and then polish. I don't know if that works in this format, really. You know, I will tell you this in every recording that I've done, I have never, I, I don't, well, never is a strong word, but uh, I generally don't listen to them even, but I, you know, or, or even to iterate over. Yeah. I, I just don't, don't it, listen to them. That, I, and, you know, I'm not saying that's the way to do it. I, you know, uh, it would be cool, but for me, the, um, it's difficult to listen to an hour long, like a long form conversation. So there's a difference, you know, like if it's conversation, you know, you can be off topic, you can blah, blah, blah. But if you're speaking to a subject and you're speaking to not only a subject, but to a format, for instance, to do, you know, a 10 minute, a 10 minute segment, 20 minute segment, a one minute segment, you know, which I think are great for practice. Uh, I, you know, it's, it, it just it requires different skills something that i've i've not done i find them both but difficult I, I yeah skill is, important. Skill it, is super important it, it is kind of difficult in both ways like if you're going to do something for you know one minute then you know you have to be more concise and you have to really kind of know what you're going to say and then sometimes i'll try and go on as long as possible because i mean for me i mean i i don't know i hear people like uh i'm i can only think of rush limbaugh Right. Because I think I saw on they said how hard it is for one man to talk for that long. You know, you have to really like visualize your audience and somehow do it. And so I will just try to work. I will try to speak for 20 minutes. And it's kind of difficult. I mean, I usually end up losing track because of the fact that I'm not it's a monologue. Nobody's keeping you on track. It's just like a the mind is a monkey that leaps from branch to branch. So I just am doing whatever. I'm just trying uh, different stuff. I've put it out there just in that sort of way where I've wanted to feel comfortable. So I thought that was a big thing. Just if I put it on Facebook, uh, I would feel comfortable. And then other times, like the last few ones I've done, I've just not put it on Facebook, but I've sometimes I've sent them to friends. Like I'll send it to you and I'll send it to like just a few other people. And, um, because then it's more like um, it's a different way to visualize your audience. And you're sort of just like saying, Hey, I'm thinking about these people, you know, you'll, you'll open up your message in your app and you'll think who might want to hear this or who would I like mm -hmm. to talk to now, you know? Um, but then, you know, but that's putting yourself out there in a weird way. Also, I think putting yourself out there is a big part of it. That becomes natural for some people and some people could never do it. I'm just sort of in the middle of like, you know, it, it, it's, it's a weird balance between ego and humility, but I think it's most humility, mostly humility, you know, okay. I always cringe when I did. I'm like, ah, you know, like, ah. Yeah. 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 Where does that come from? That I get it. I get it. Yeah. Putting yourself out there is one thing. And then putting yourself out there in a weird way is another um, you know, I mean, I, I lately I've been really thinking about like this, the, the, the speed and pace, you know, the sort of furious pace of um, modern sort of technology and um, lifestyle and, you know, the way we do things. Um, mm -hmm. Everything is kind of weird, like, like everything's weird to our biology and everything is weird compared to 10 years ago. And so it's, um, it, it, it's odd, it's odd to think about like, you know, 
getting comfortable with something and then, and, you know, doing it. I just don't, I just don't know when was the last time that I felt comfortable. Although oddly enough, it feels pretty comfortable to um, talk with an imaginary audience. Um, you know, I don't know if that's like, it's like the critters in my head, you know, or my internal monologue, like, have you all out. that way or is it like sort of a new like thing? Say that again. Have you always felt that way? Uh, I mean, have you done this in the past? Like where you talk into a, into a uh, recorder? Well, you know, but I'm thinking about now, like when I did the podcast before and uh, generally like that didn't feel, it didn't feel weird. I remember when I was a kid that I tried to speak into a microphone. I was like, yeah, I have this inner monologue. Um, yeah, this is an interesting thing. This is something in the mind of Newman here. Um, let's see, all stories have a beginning, middle, and end. Um, actually, I do. I, th I think it was something with that microphone. And it seems like, like I was like, for some reason, I was like, oh, yeah, I think it would be cool to like record my thoughts into this tape recorder. And I was like using the tape recorder to like, like tape record v103 to get the latest like rap you know hit you know you know uh um you know like uh like v103 played uh utfo um you know a uh you know early rap but before there was like you know white guy rap like you know you had to go over to the other station you know v103 v103 in georgia yeah i don't oh yeah yeah Anyway, it's just, um, I had a, I had a tape recorder and I would, I would try to like talk into it and it was real weird. And like, and I tried to hear, listen to my voice. It was pretty cringy. Like this is your right. voice. Um, it seems like in, oh, oh, here's a, here's a, I got like a, maybe it was like a, like a Palm Pilot personal digital assistant before the smartphone in Alaska. And I had this digital voice recorder and i tried to use it and i only had one buddy because it was like it was difficult you know like i it's hard for me to cut my own path but i had one buddy that was like that's i think that's cool let's do that and we were planning a trip somewhere and we were like oh, yeah write it like say it into the recorder and then when we get to anchorage we we're planning a trip to anchorage and we had to remember to get everything so he's like yeah let's Let's record it and we'll put it into the into the tape so that we could play back the tape and remember to do stuff. It's difficult because you have to like scratch things off and you know find things. It didn't work, but I remember right. using it and being like, oh yeah, that's cool. I remember when I um, used and to try and do stuff where I used to try and take my internal dialogue and um, and then make it uh, like and then record it. I, I don't know if I was so much for choke, but the thing was my internal dialogue was more eloquent than my spoken word, you know? And so then, and then I still find that, but I have found, so when I'm doing with the videos, uh, coffee in the morning, I'm just sitting there going, okay, I'm, I'm me. Like I'm fucking me. I actually go out in public, you know? And so like, if I put myself in, like if I record myself on YouTube, I'll send it to Charles or I'll send it to you. Yeah. And I'm like, I hope they want, I hope they're kind of, you know, like they'd like to have me over for coffee, you know, or just like, I'm just doing it like with, you know, you have, yeah. have to have a certain confidence to do it, but it's not an arrogance. It's more like, a, uh, you know, like, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. I'm such a dork, but you guys love me anyhow. And I want to extend that to the rest of the world. And, uh, but uh, that's my main thing is just sort of trying to be like, okay, when you are sitting on a boat alone, 
and you're trying to record on your phone, like to be able to like have a conversation. And it's difficult because of the fact that um, usually when you have, well, cause it's not a conversation, it's a monologue. When you have a conversation, there's a lot of clues and a lot of different things as to where you're going to go with it. Right. I mean, you can, you know, like whether you meet somebody at the grocery store or whether I'm talking to you while we're drunk or like a bunch of stuff. So when you're on your own, you're like, there's sort of a, an emotional spectrum or a spectrum of honesty. And, uh, and since you're by yourself, you can sort of say anything, you know, and then, but there's no regulator. There's no real, it's really difficult because sometimes I'm like, well, I would like to be authentic. I'm like, but at some point you don't want to be too authentic, you know, or not too authentic, but just too revealing. You know, you don't, it's not a therapy session or it could be for somebody that can be meaningful. Sometimes you'll hear like this American life and people are incredibly honest about incredibly amazing stuff. And I would love to have conversations like that and feel connections with other humans like that. But on, I just, the point I'm trying to make is that, uh, when you meet people in person, there is an easier guide as to where you where the conversation should go. And when you're recording into the microphone, it could be, you know, whatever. You could be like, well, I shouldn't have killed all those people and buried them in the basement or whatever, you know, whatever. You know, you, you, you don't have any external thing and you don't necessarily want to like record a self-indulgent weird ass confession of your worst like thoughts and shit you know what i mean so i mean i definitely like the idea of authenticity i mean i, I see that like when i listen to people that do have like art and, and podcasts and spoken word that i admire it's like when they are truly themselves without pretense you know i really enjoy that a lot but it's easier to hit that note to know exactly what part of the emotional spectrum you're playing into you know um Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hitting out of, uh, you know, the, the right sort of balance between authenticity and uh, a show or, or some plastic thing. Cause if it's not, you know, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, that is, I that is a thing. Conversational but I, ones. I must say like, as I'm reviewing stuff, like, yeah. I really like I, I tend to actually I wouldn't say I like the conversation. Uh, I would say that I find some of the conversational ones cool. I, I usually am drawn to um, things that are accumulative knowledge. I don't know if that's good or bad, but like my podcast listening is always, you know, like kind of like really just trying to, I don't know. It's like they always seem to be like, I don't want to say intellectually challenging, but like, like they're episodic in nature and then you're gaining greater wisdom and understanding. I don't know if it's good that I do that. I don't really like that. And then I, other people send me podcast recommendations. I'm like, that's just really like treading water there, folks. You know, like you pretty much like, but I mean, it's sort of like, they're like, I, I admire that. I admire that people are having meaningful like conversations about, um, like subjects, you know, like you could find a subject uh, on anything, bird watching or whatever. It's like five bird watchers sitting talking shit about bird watching, you know. <laughs> Other yeah, yeah. like we are gonna yeah, totally, bird totally. tweet, you know, and then you you feel I'm always looking for that sort of progressive uh, build up, you know. Uh, 
and I don't know if I, I don't know if that's, um, I would love to do a podcast. Uh, I mean, I, I like learning about them and communicating with them, but what I would like to be able to do, what I would like to be able to call up random people and how not random people that you're kind of curious about, you know, like people on my Facebook, like my, my buddy is living in Costa Rica and I'm thinking about Costa Rica and I want to be like, Hey, can I call you? And we can do a podcast. And it's going to be about you living in Costa Rica and some of the other stuff that he's into, you know, and then just have a conversation, but with a podcast that gives you a little bit of a way to call anybody up and then ask them about shit that you're curious about. You know, like, I, like that's my latest, like sort of uh, goalpost for that stuff, as opposed to like, let me like do like, uh, if you listen to like history on fire or, or, a lot of that stuff, you're either a born expert on this stuff or you're going to be like studying. Like if you look at how much Dan Carlin studied so much, he probably puts like so much into one episode. It's amazing, you know. Um, but I don't see myself wanting to do something like that where I'd be like, I'm going to study a whole lot and then do a presentation for an hour and a half on like, you know, the Greek coffee making or whatever. You know, like, I want to call. I'd yeah. be like, hey, tell me about that Greek coffee making. I see you're in a Greek co coffee making. Let's have a Joe Rogan-esque conversation about it where I can hang out and ask you questions about shit. You know, like, you know? And that's kind of selfish, but that's kind of, uh, I, I just see that. I see, I like that people can well, talk. No, I, I like that. I like that as a format. Um, and yeah, I guess that is sort of, you know, that is a, that is a format. It's just an interview and, and, you know, it works for you as somebody that is interested in whatever it is, you know, living in Costa Rica or whatever your buddies are into. It's like, oh, you're a, a buddy that's into spearfishing or you're a buddy that's into bird watching. And you can say, hey, what what is it that you love about it? And people love to talk about the things that they love. Right. And then there's always other people that are also interested in learning about the, you know, these subject matters, these subjects. And, um, and, and, and there's a, and there's an economy that's created, like there's a value that's produced when you can ask an expert and that they are able to like promote one themselves, like if they have something to promote or, or, but then even in just the sharing and edifying the sort of like formulating, like maybe they don't even see themselves as an expert, but they're like, holy fuck. I know, I know a lot about spearfishing. I know a lot about, you know, you know, Kagan manatee boats, you know? Right, right, like, right, right, right. Um, it's also a way then, to sort of connect with that one person too. Like I almost look at it like, like for me, it's just like, like I was thinking about this new and I was like, uh, like, I like that. I mean, I, I have fun that we're doing this and we figured out how we now we're, we're, we're at 19 minutes, right? We're, you know? Know? Oh, we got 20 minutes in, we got 20 minutes and, in. We've done a pod podcast. That, being you know? And I will tell you, so, so I like this conversation about like podcasts and expectations of them and the experience of them. And it's just like, and I think I lost my train of thought on that. Oh, but so I like the idea of learning. Uh, but I also just, for me, it's just like, I, fi I find myself like more intimidated than desirous of any sort of like um, positioning. You know what I mean? Like, it's, but I mean, like, I don't like a, like I listen to, you know, the main guys or whatever the main people up there, and I and uh, Eric Weinstein, who I don't want to talk shit about too much because he's kind of interesting. But they look like they're kind of headhunting, 
you know, they're like, oh man, I got this guy, I got that guy. And it's really like a celebrity power driven thing where they're trying to sort of get powerful people. And it's badass. Like, I think I saw like, uh, yeah, you know, like sometimes you'll be like, wow, they got that amazing guest. Like, uh, there was somebody I just listened to for the first time and they had somebody really impressive on, I forget why, but I was like, wow, they just got that person on. Right. And I don't have any really desire for that, but I do think of like, there are people that I know through Facebook or there are people that I used to take out on the boat and I'd meet these people. And then like, I met one guy and he was like an Israeli jet designer, a really cool guy. And I would love to be like, Hey, sit down with me for an hour and a half. And can we record, or can I call you? Can we, can we record a um, interview to make a contact with that one person, you know? And then the like the idea for me would be uh, sort of to build a network of trust in that sense of somebody like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And so I kind of know you and I, I mean, and everybody doesn't like people like me or doesn't would, would be like, oh, fuck that guy. But other people that I might have met briefly would get to know me better. And then uh, and then if I were to be, call them. So it's like uh, so it would be like using a podcast as a new tool of socializing kind of but not in that sort of headhunting eager like machiavellian way you know like i don't you know i wouldn't want like i don't really have any desire to i like right now i'm not like man it would be great if i had a podcast that like lots and lots of people listen to and i could get money by just promoting a product i would be like more like it would be wonderful if I got a couple jobs out of it or I furthered more friendships out of it. Uh, but you see what I'm saying? It's like creating a, a network of just social trust uh, and learning as opposed to uh, like a lot of the game is just like how many number, how many followers can we get and how, you know, how much reach can we have? And like, I, I just find that like, either intimidating or, or distasteful. I'm not sure of which one, <laughs> you know? Or, um, like, yeah, yeah. Like fame to me and seems like the very the worst temptation. You know, like, I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Now they say about wealth, they're like, all the wealthy people are like Buddha now. They're like, it's not what you think it is. You still got to wake up and like shave, turn your day into an emotionally satisfying or survivable thing, you know? <laughs> like, and I'm like, yeah, really? Maybe. But when it comes to fame i'm like oh that is like that whole thing just disgusts me you know it'd be like homeless people knowing your name you know like you know, i mean a lot of I know a lot of homeless people when they know my name but i'm saying like total strangers knowing your shit does not sound good at all like i don't I, you know like that's not my point my point would be like can you use this tool to socialize in a way to where you could meet and connect with people in a way that might be a little bit more efficient than i don't know chucking down beers or whatever. I mean, just another way to socialize, another a social yeah. network, you know, that hopefully is based off of like, you know, a love of learning and a curiosity and uh, and just a more of a structured uh, thing to do, you know, a new rich. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, I think you said it just right. I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you said it just right. Um, you know, uh, I think that the why of doing something is important and you articulated elegantly your why for why you are interested and have been interested in 
recording and, and a podcast or some some something for a long time. Yeah. As a matter yeah, of fact, I, when I was telling that story, when I was telling that story about recording and the microphone and why, or, you know, like my history of like, okay, you know, it seems like I have always wanted to record into the microphone from when I was a kid with that little recorder and, and taking stuff off the radio and like wanting to record my inner monologue, which is still up for debate whether ever other people have that. But I do remember sitting in the apartment in Valdez and like we had a digital recorder and we were like trying to like record these incredible epic conversations that right. everybody would have and they're like oh my god if we could just this is bottled lightning right, man right. if you just how did you say that oh man that fucking that idea that business idea that world-changing social construct and i and and i remember the you know because it was it was very heady it was very like exhilarating and thrilling to be like yeah we just have to have this conversation and then that would be a thing, you know, that could be made into a thing, you know, and, and it could validate it was very, us or, you know, it would serve. And I think then there was a little bit more of like a desire for validation. I remember I tried to do it one time with Ray because I thought Ray was funny, you know, and like, and uh, uh, definitely his banter was out there and, and stuff. But, um, and he was very, he still is very performative. Well, he was back then, like, we're like, let's go and, you know, sing songs for people you know, in Athens or whatever. Uh, but I remember then it was just like, then I just really, I don't know. I, I just felt like I was worried about how I was representing myself. I think with Ray was too. It was like, as soon as the microphone went on, like the naturalness of the banter went down, you know, like, and we didn't know what to do with it. I think one time we tried to record uh, at that place next to the waterfront down there. And I just remember particularly, we were like, yeah, this will be great. We always say crazy shit. <laughs> like, that's what we do. You know, we turn on the mic. Good. Uh -huh. We were both trying to like show off or, or something. But uh, I, yeah, I like the idea of the, um, I, what I, I like the idea that when I hear really good podcasts, I hear really nice conversations. And I think just, I'm willing to think that like having a good conversation is a um, improvable skill. And, and so like both by listening to people that have great conversations, which are so different than the night nightly news or anything. Um, and they're not necessarily debates or arguments, you know, they're just really interesting conversations. And so like, I like listening to them for that reason. And I also, uh, Think that you could have hopefully kind of heightened conversations if you were uh if you were to say hey i'm gonna call you we're gonna make a podcast okay and then heightened conversation is but by, by you can heighten it by recording uh, and, it and, and maybe having that like, a, a format like robert's rules of order where you had listened to yourself interrupt people before and or and you had a a, a um like uh like lex fridman who's a wonderful podcaster who just got the um wolf frown guy on which is a big thing or whatever he always that he asks a couple of questions or, or tim ferris is a great example of that he'll always say what books have you recommended um and so i think ha you know having a couple uh i mean having a format which you are comfortable with that represents you as who you are but also gives that person the ability to uh, uh, communicate more effectively.
you know. Sure, sure. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Good. Good. Yeah, I think that that's I think those are I love I love conversation. Um I uh I, I value conversation. I I do sort of um, see conversation now in a different light and, and, and podcasts. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. That's a, that's a form of conversation. Um, I do agree that it is a pr- improvable skill and that you can learn about it. And, uh, and, and generally a skill is, is good if you read and, and also, you know, write is you kind of like kind of take things in you, you know, uh, look at and listen to and sort of take into yourself and, and sit with and study There's study. And then there's expression like that. That means like trying it out, doing it, you know, um, you know, going, you know, pushing, pushing something out and to iterate. And then this cycle is the iterative cycle. So you listen to, and then you produce and you practice and you kind of see what, you know, what, what happens and then, and then keep making the steps. Uh, and then uh, you can, you know, improve or learn or or get better at or whatever, you know. Like I think it was you. It was just like, hey, yeah, hey, just I lost to you Joe for Rogan's a second. First podcast, it's inspiring. Okay. I'm back. Oh, there you go. Technical difficulty. Oh, you're back. Nice. Uh, but you can listen listen to uh, Joe Rogan's. I first did not hear that part. Hear that yes, part? I watched. Yeah, I, I watched that, that, and that is phenomenal. Like that is so inspirational on so many levels. And I think he does a really great job. Like I love, I mean, I only listen to him usually when he has guests that I like, but in general, I mean, I think that guy does a really great job yeah. of uh, coming and being honestly himself and having, you know, good conversations. He's not a journalist. He's not a, you know, uh, uh, like a, what do you call it? Like, he's not like a public intellectual that's trying to further a position you know he's very modest but he has fun with it and he does it every day i mean it's great and and i and i'm I, i'm a big fan and watching that first one it's just beautiful to see how he has evolved both as a podcaster and also like here's a guy that is you know sitting there smoking weed and going all right hold on now sean carroll who i love is one of my favorite podcasters run the multi-world uh, the many worlds theory by me again, you know, and he'd be like, I don't get it. Like, he's not trying to be anybody. He's, he's not, he's not coming from a speaking as an expert, which some people do, you know, like that's one uh, kind of um, podcast, right. would be like the expert speaking on what they are an expert on. And then there's the investigative journalist. There's the, you know, uh, and I, I like Joe Rogan's, um, his real like his thing is like hey we're just hanging out i mean he's a little much more bro than i am or whatever you know he's all but you know he's uh but he's just working inside of his peer group just having conversations and i think that's uh i admire that i admire that he's so um i don't know what the word is what am i what's the word i'm looking for with mr rogan there i don't know he's he's just he's uh and he's learned a lot, you know, he's grown personally, you know, he's opened up his world spiritually in a lot of different ways, yeah. you know, but he speaks, he speaks honestly and comfortably, yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know. Hmm. 
Yeah, that is true. That is true. And the first sir. one is mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, he's just got like I mean the first one they have no idea what they're doing. And then I guess I saw a thing recently on um oh, Tom Green had his little like basement show and he was drinking whiskey and smoking weed with Joe Rogan oh, and Joe Rogan just like you just got your little thing. He's like this is a great, you know. And it was like Joe Rogan talking about how cool that new technology was, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and now and now we can do it. We can sign up and you know, I didn't I I just signed up for this uh, you know, an hour ago. And uh we were on uh, anchor.fm and it's been pretty seamless. I mean, we had a little bit of uh, rocky patches and we'll decide whether or not we want to keep up on this on this format. It might be good just for the heck of it, you know, like just to be uh seamless because it seems like, you know, we both get the app on the phone and then well it's true or you don't have to worry about other stuff and and it did put it did put your it did do all the back end stuff for you the uh um i was able to get your podcast the old dogs new tricks podcast like on my podcast oh, reader so it, it did it did distribute it in the right way like i didn't i didn't have to go to you know a special place to get yes. it. it was out in the open you know i feel like it's done great i mean i've had it for a while sphere. and i've even like watch youtube videos on podcasting and i've played with a bunch of different mics and now i'm going really simple on it and this and this is really good too because i had a nice microphone and i bought it but if i stick it in my phone then i can't i couldn't figure out how to talk to somebody on the phone with it and there's like and there's limitations to it and this is just like yeah it's just like a phone call we're, we're recording i mean we can listen to this later and then see uh whether it's passable audio uh, but the only way to do that is to do it right. You know, it's like, you know, I feel like we've made great way on this. This yeah. is like, this is a learning experience. And sure. yeah, I will definitely say my experience with Anchor has has gotten me over just some of the stumbling blocks that have kept us blocked from doing this. You know, like, you know, I, I wanted to do. But I was, oh. Sure enough, sure enough. Yeah, and it handles it handles all the hosting. It handles all the stuff in the background. So yeah, yeah. Especially if if your goal is to do it and to practice and to sort of learn and to just sort of do it, like uh, I think that and to establish those sort of um, formats and that social uh, verification, that that sort of legitness. It's just like, oh yeah, you can go check out my my FM feed and you can see that I've been doing this for years and. If you if you wouldn't mind, let's let's have a conversation. You meeting somebody on your boat, you know, or um, you know, a- asking an expert in something that you're interested in to come on and 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 visit and do with you. Uh, I think that that's that's this is a good tool for that because then, you know, without any, you know, you don't have to become an expert in podcasting or all this other stuff in the back end, and um, and all they have to do is download and. And, uh, uh, yeah. And then, put, and then uh, you can basically, in order to, uh, and like for me, yeah, I would, I like just, there's some people that I know mostly through Facebook that I've met one or two times. And sometimes they have some, something like, here's an example of somebody I thought, and I would like to do this with a number of people that I've, that I know that I've met briefly that I've got on Facebook, but like, uh, and one of the thoughts that I want to do with old dogs, new tricks was like learning, learning how to podcast, learning stuff. And then, uh, you know, how to sort of 
like reinvent yourself, not reinvent, but, uh, but one of the things I'm interested in that I want to learn about is um, uh, sort of where to, um, I don't want to say where to retire, but yeah, kind of let's say where to retire or where to live like overseas. And, um, and, uh, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of Hawaii and I really love Hawaii and, uh, and, but I, we're in a strange spot with this stuff. And one of the things I'm concerned about with Hawaii is that we don't know uh, what the um, airlines are going to be like. You know, I mean, are they going to be cheaper or they'd be way more expensive? That's a really, really long yeah. flight. You know, there's all that sort of stuff. And also their, their medical sucks. And even though like, yeah. I don't have any medical yep. issues now, uh, I just looked and, you know, Costa Rica, I don't, I'm, I'm sadly fucked, messed up and uninsured in this situation. It's really difficult for me to seem to get insurance because I seem to live in a high cost environment. So I make enough money to where I have to pay a lot, but it's only because I live in this expensive place, you know? But in Costa Rica, like, what's the cost of living? They yeah. do have really good medical. And uh, so I'd love to call him up and I'd be like, hey, so you're at yeah, Costa Rica. Yeah, totally. My other friend's living in Shanghai, you know? And some just, I would like to call five people that live in different places that are around my age uh, and just talk to them about, you know, what it's like to live in that place. You know, and how they're, you know, because that, that's one of our, one of my next steps is going to be like, um, either leave Key West or not, but, you know, like, you know, like comparing and contrasting um, places to live. Yeah, I know this guy mostly through Facebook and stuff. I've met yeah, him a couple yeah that's a good one, for sure. And that's a very interesting thing for, for people. Like, just, I mean, a lot of people are interested in either traveling to or, or doing, you know, live abroad uh, in these places. And it's difficult unless you have a friend. I mean, basically, you're, you're, you're trading, you know, you're capitalizing, you're leveraging, you know, you're making use of uh, your friendship connection with these experts expats in this case experts ex, expats living in costa rica shanghai um and then and then doing it in a format that doesn't just help you well, that, but also another great shares it with others i definitely and, am glad you brought up and that is um like what do you owe your audience you know like I, i'm pretty clear of what i know i want out of it kind of and i think you're okay you know you said stuff too on that you know right but like, I mean, what do you owe your audience? You gotta be. Right. I, yeah, exactly. You're just like, uh, screw you audience. We're just gonna talk. We're gonna say a bunch of inside jokes and you know, like it's just, we're gonna mumble and we're gonna have shitty audio and we're just basically gonna disrespect you. And you're, we're gonna make you go over uh, a, a lot of hurdles. So it's like, what do you owe your audience and how can you support or how can you, the opposite of support you know how can you hurt your audience how can you help your audience and how can you hurt your audience and i think you know you can hurt your audience by having crappy audio right, it's right. just difficult to listen yeah. to podcasts with crappy audio and then that's those format things is another way that you can help your audience by giving them you know one not being long or long-winded uh and and then giving them formats and just like oh yeah i know when we get to that part of the podcast where uh uh ferris and just ask some like basic questions i'm like oh right it's like a breather right, for me right, i'm like oh right. how's he gonna answer that you know uh 
and yeah and then maybe declaring your uh format or or or, or like saying what what you know, i know two things that you can do to help your audience and is that and yeah and then uh, how, how much you do that you know podcasters out there will do that are that are more like the experts what they'll do like say if sean carroll is talking to max tegmark or whatever and max tegmark will say something and sean carroll a lot of times is there he'll just like can you explain that a lot of people don't know this he's really he tends to be uh he tends to have an idea of the comprehension of his listeners you know and so i just think that so it's like he's constantly oh, yeah. aware of his listeners being there which i think is that's an as opposed to them just eavesdropping on it on a conversation they really like that's nothing I'll, I'll pay attention to uh just to hear more of it but it seems like they're aware that the audience is there and sometimes people will speak directly to i mean a lot of times they'll a lot of people do like we're not doing that but i think of uh some other podcasts they'll be like and dear listener <laughs> and dear listener like kind of are sitting yeah 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 this, yeah facing yeah, they sort of the uh, audience, you know, so to speak. Fourth wall, maybe fourth, fourth, fourth wall, third wall, something like that, where they, where the, where the characters turn, or the, you know, yeah, they, on they, screen, yeah, breaking the fourth wall or whatever, to the camera yeah, and, and talk directly to the audience. Uh, yeah, well, they'll break the fourth wall on a regular yeah, basis, yeah, basically, because like they're. Like uh, Rush Limbaugh constantly is talking. He's a monologuist, so he's always talking to it. But I, when people are having an interview, yeah. uh, they just include the listeners in, which I think is important, I think. Or I think that's something to think about, you know, <laughs> right? What do you think, audience? <laughs> yeah. What does the audience yeah, think? for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I've been listening to, uh, I've been, and, and I don't know how well this sort of dovetails in, but I, um, for one reason or another, Google has been putting up a lot of like late night talk show stuff from the eighties. So it's like Johnny Carson, like the first time Drew Carey, the stand up comedian and now the Price is Right guy uh, was on Johnny Carson. And he was absolutely on fire. Like, just had everybody rolling and just bouncing in his seat like everything out of his mouth was just hilarious you know to, to the audience you know uh johnny was just beaming you know and this guy was just like holy crap i just you know jackpotted like double um double bonus triple bonus word score and uh anyway it, it kind of like got me into seeing like who johnny carson was and then they got me in they were showing me a bunch of david letterman stuff and all these guys have a style you know and one of the things that i've really loved about david letterman was that he broke down and he kind of like talks to the audience you know like he had he had like sort of the audience sort of um and he established that whole line i don't think that johnny carson had like the audience you know connection uh in the same way uh you know yeah but, that's yeah, yeah, David Letterman was just and very creative, very creative. There's lots of things about all these guys that you can sort of take, pick and choose. And it's just, you know, testing it out like, oh, yeah, well, you know, would that be fun to do? And it does look fun. So, yeah. And I think 
I think putting fun at the goal, like, so if you feel, if you feel anxious, like overly anxious about like what you're saying or, or what the audience is feeling, like I, I you know, it, anything can drive you crazy. So it's just like making a commitment not to drive yourself crazy or end of, you know, on, on the, on that, on that end of the spectrum, but then also just like, yeah, like love yourself, like do things that you think are cool. Um, like, I think that that's a good, and then it comes out like people, people do appreciate when people are having fun. You can eavesdrop in on when folks are right, fun right. That, yeah, I see that. I see that true. What about okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna try and bring up some people that I kind of find inspiring for different ways. Or actually, these are people. Okay, here's some people that. Uh, what's that one guy? The guy that did Brain right. Games. What's his name? He did these YouTube things where he like it's like he basically smoked a big joint and he pontificated about the beauty of life for like a minute or two. You know what I'm talking about? Like you know this guy. <laughs> I think okay. that that's, well, that's, that maybe, describes a maybe, lot yeah. of and so, here, But yeah. I'm trying to find ones where we're looking at the same person. Russell Brand. Uh, Russell Brand. Like somebody that like kind of, he's a little bit okay. like Ray Russell. in the sense that what he'll just, he'll take the conversation out of the day to day, like not talk about normal stuff. Like, you know, like what is it? Like there's the national conversation. All late night people always have to stay with the national conversation. They can't make references to things people don't understand, right? And so they're always going to talk about like whatever, what they assume everybody else is going to already know about, right? Uh, and then other people are specialists, right? But they're, uh, and they might, you know, they're going to talk about what bird watchers talk about or their political pundits are coming from like a, you know, political spectrum, right? right but right. there's uh, Russell Brand and this guy, he's got like these things, I can't remember his name, but... Uh, but what they do, and I like them, I, I find them to be really inspiring because they basically just kind of riff on cosmic thinking, you know, or they step above the day-to-day -day normalcy and they break out. And, and, and Russell Brand does this beautifully where he'll just step out and he'll be, they'll, he'll be like, this is a new show. And he'll sort of like say, uh, he'll just sort of, I don't know, sort of say it's trivial and he'll somehow do a Bill Hicks thing and say, you know, Love is the answer and everything else is bullshit, you know, right. and I find those guys to be interesting. And I do uh, relate to the idea that if I were to give the audience anything, uh, it is. I do like that sense of wonder. I mean, I love science for that where you're like, whoa, man, when somebody's like, you know, Carl Sagan kind of did that, you know, uh, he was more specialized in expertise, but really he wanted to drop your sure. jaw. You know, and I definitely think that uh, as a as a utility, as to something that you might want to like strive to do would be to like get people into that feeling that the double rainbow guy had. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, isn't life amazing somehow? And uh, I think those guys are really good. And that's very different than, say, pushing a political agenda or talking about the national conversation and pointing to like pop culture items where we all have this feeling of knowing on a national level, you know? But um, so there are people that speak about cosmic wonder. And uh, I believe that that is a, uh, that's, that is my personal form of prayer is to, you know, try and get to that point of, um, of a, uh, understanding that you're in a very long long and big universe you know like i i, I mean i feel that that creates a humility you know and I, I'll, I'll try to think of who that guy is and send you a link 
Um, and I don't know how that would how how that could be like whether you could touch that or you could say like at one point I want to like during a podcast and during the structured conversation bring about and just draw attention to and focus to the fact that life is amazing you know yeah yeah. right yeah and now we have this life is amazing segment and you know we'll have blah 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 but it may be a you know like yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. Can we take a moment to ima- to to recognize and to re uh, refocus our minds on the uh, the amazing? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, in, in a way, yeah. I mean, another reason cool. why I like the idea of doing a podcast is because, like, ever since I was a little kid, like sometimes I'll be talking and I feel like I'm talking in. I don't know, the wrong valence or something like that. Cause people are like, man, you just said some crazy shit. That was beautiful. And they'd be like, uh, okay, dude, you know, like, and, and, uh, so, uh, and I think a lot of it is probably just when you're talking outside of there's a outside of the day-to-day subject matter and you're not necessarily talking about, um, a, a particular subject, but you're basically just uh, reaching for and sharing awe, and that is a pers- that is a thing that I look for, you know. And I mean, I don't know if it would be a segment, but it would certainly be a note you might want to try to hit, you know. Um, for- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be kind of cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I often wonder, like, how how that comes about and how to sort of, you know, get the conditions right for that. Um, I've been getting into poetry quite a bit lately and, and I'm, and I'm kind of bummed. Well, one of the, and this may be an aside, but I was kind of, I was always bummed at like how it was pitched to me, how it was like given to me, how poetry was sort of like, okay, it was always generally an assignment or, you know, just some icky kind of like, ah, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but I heard, I just, I got involved with, or I listened to a, a basically a podcast that was discussing uh, the poetry of uh, Rilke, a famous German poet. Yeah. And uh, man, the way this guy bro- broke it down was so oh. like real and authentic and like, I oh, just, you could tell that he really loved the guy and was just, just was able to communicate in a way passion, that right? That's so good. hard, you know, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. It was sort of a, it was a very, um, yeah, yeah. was able to kindle, you know, to kind of start that fire in, in me. And then I thought it was like, and I've often thought about this. I've often thought about this. This kind of maybe brings it back. It's just like, okay, you know, I, I had a pleasurable experience that somebody else was leading, guiding, you know, like a, like a yoga class, a Tai Chi Qigong class, um, you know, breath work thing, or, you know, some, or, or even like going on uh, your tours, you know, and you're like, oh, okay, what I, this is incredible. It's just like, how would I do, like, if, if now, if I was leading the tour, if I was leading the class, like, what would it be like, you know? It's like I've been in all these other cool houses. It's like now I'm right. like, oh, what would it be like right. to have my own house, you know, uh, and and share it with other other folks, and and I think that's a big part of why I'm interested in doing this type of work 
uh, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, it's the building and the creative process. You know, uh, I think that that's, that's kind of a, you know, that's what excites is what me. is building it yeah. or like basically like, yeah, yeah. Building it, building it, building it, planning it, creating it, sort of saying, all right. Um, I like your music on your intro, I, man. And I liked you had a casual you know, thing. Like, you got, I, I really thought you had some magic there. You know, I thought, yeah, there was, a, there was something there that I think that I could certainly you see nice. you um, building a voice that, uh, that was um, a very eloquent representation of your personality you know like it's kind of a little bit more you you know yeah 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 yeah. and that's always scared me in the past it's always kind of scared me in the past because it's just like yeah i always i was always afraid that uh you know once you sort of state it's like okay this is who i am that people would one judge you and criticize you and they will and they do and uh and that, that you wouldn't be able to change. And then I'm like, no, no, you can change. You can try things on, you know, like I, and I think that's a second half of life thing. I mean, I'm, I'm 48, uh, well about to be 48. And uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's important. Like I, I'm ready to try on some different things. I'm ready to go, uh, you know, to my wardrobe, you know, and get out the, right. the clothes. And it's okay. Like, and you know, try on some new clothes, you know, get, uh, yeah, try a different voice, do a different sounding. thing. I like the, you know, I make some the music mistakes. Was really, for you me, know, I was like, uh, oh, yeah, I could see you. Like, I mean, like, I just listened to your small intro, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's Newman. Like, and I could see how you could use this format in a way yeah. that would be very pleasing to and uh, entertaining for other people, you know? I was like, man, I hope I can, like, if I could basically, like, I yeah. know you really yeah. well. You know me really well. And, uh, uh, but I, 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 because, you know, a podcast, you're not, rep, you're, it's not you, it's not like a, you know, 20 year friendship. It's just, you know, it's a podcast. So you're representing yourself, you're presenting yourself in some sort of way, and you're going to appear, I don't want to say different, but different than you would in a 20 year friendship. And, but I just thought, I was like, oh, that was a very clear ring of a bell. I thought it was really good. It, 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 I don't know. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, there you go. Cool, man. Well, we're get, we're rolling up on the. Uh, okay. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, I mark. like the hour thing. Is good. Uh, it's like, um, it's <laughs> now that we said it, we're like, oh shit, do we hang up early? <laughs> you know, like, and we should ride it out because it's like if you were like <laughs> if, you were, if you had your yeah. set as a stand-up comedian, it'd be like you got you got an hour. You can't be like, okay, I'm out of yeah. shit to say. <laughs> you know, because that's what we're learning. Sometimes we're learning is that like when you get near the end of the podcast, the end of your event. Yeah, I mean, how do you? And, yeah, and you yeah. What happens at the end? How yeah, do you wrap things like a little up? Bit, what do they call it? Is that what's that called? The, is, it, is that's not the uncanny valley, but it's some. It should have a name that sounds something like that. You know, like the last five minutes of a podcast or the. Uh... <laughs> right. Like yeah, taking the trash, trash out some trash time where you're just like a, uh, a bartender yeah, just... or a... 
Well, we, you know, on YouTube and YouTube, you know, you're always like, okay, like, and subscribe, you know, the links in the description below, uh, you know, follow me on Instagram, follow me on some other oh, yeah, crazy right. social network, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. The call to action. How do you get in contact with you? I mean, if somebody were looking at podcast, how would they do that? Newman? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they would write to me at uh, oh, okay. the at man, that, man at newmanlinear.com. Do you have other, you have other addresses? <laughs> and then I and then I respond to them. I am now you're mostly talking to the man. using Facebook as my contact, and I'm okay with that. My favorite thing about Facebook is this: is that in a lot of other places, I have gotten into a a little bit of an intellectual silo because I kind of like, I mean, I go on Reddit and I'll subscribe to something and then I just go on Reddit and I just learn more about whatever I chose to learn about, like on a sort of trickle, you know, thing. And the same thing with Twitter and the same thing with YouTube, you know, these algorithms that put you in the right direction. But in, uh, there's some serendipity that exists in Facebook in the sense that I have a lot of people that I've just met and I may have known for a long time. And now I get to know that they do actually have eternal internal thoughts and they do publish them online. And lots of times I'm really against the way that they think, hmm. but here's the deal. Like I also get to see um, them being human, you know? And so like Facebook, like say, people say that Facebook is, is is a thing where you kind of get in a bubble but for me it's the one where i have to go face to face with people that are just saying stuff where i'm just like oh jesus i didn't really know you thought like that whether it's like whatever it is it's, it's thought outside of your common stuff but then you're like but i know that person and i like that person and i've had drank beers with that person or i went sailing with that person or i've done this or i've done that but then on facebook you get to sort of see, oh, so you're a, you know, red hat yeah. wearing Trump supporter, or you're a, you know, super hardcore, crazy, you know, Marxist liberal, you know, but I also get to see yeah, the yeah, pictures yeah. of their dogs. And I also get to see that. So I like that. So I say reach, I'm using Facebook as my contact thing now, because it's, it's the town square, you know, like, so that's what I'm using right now. So I'm at, yeah. Although it's yeah. Facebook, yeah. it's Eddie Marsh one is I think what it is. So uh, Eddie Marsh one, and then I think there's a picture yeah. of a paddleboard. I don't know. One, yeah. And you just you do a search for that Eddie Marsh. Right. M A R S H one. And I never really check my email, man. I mean, you know, like. It's just, it's like a pile of bills and like junk mail mostly. Yeah. You know, I have to go on and I'm always like a bus bill. So, well, I do think I do think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Email is email. Is okay, fun. man. Well, hey, that was good. I think we learned a lot. All right, we really did. Send me a link. I think we learned a lot. We learned a lot. Signing off, Sweet. and then we'll play the we'll play the outro music. Uh, the outro music.